Hey, you guys, tickets have officially gone on sale for my next virtual conference. In May, we did Rise Live Courage, and now we're doing Rise Live Healthy and Happy. We're spending an entire day, nine plus hours of programming with some of the greatest speakers in the world, all talking about how to live your life in such a way that you have the energy to have the life of your dreams. What does it look like to learn to eat intuitively? What does it look like to move your body in celebration? What does it look like to approach health from a place of love and celebration instead of shame? We believe that healthy and happy is about how you feel, not about how you look. So I am joined by incredible people like Jay Shetty and Stacy Flowers, Kelly Levesque, Dave Hollis, Trent Shelton, motivating the crap out of you. Me, talking about inspiration. And if you've ever been to a Rise conference before, you better believe you're also going to hear from Beans and Chris. It's going to be a day of fun and energy and so empowering. If you feel like you have fallen off your plan inside of quarantine, if you feel like you need a kick in the pants to get you motivated again, this is the day for you, and tickets start at $40. You can go to thehollisco.com right there at the top of the page. You'll see a big banner. Click on it. Let's hang out. Let's get fired up together. You guys, after months of waiting and a year of writing, my new book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is finally out in the world. I want to thank you so much. Every single one of you who has bought the book on ebook or a physical copy or on audio, your support means the world to me. And if you are listening to my podcast and you haven't yet bought the book, you're dead to me. No, I'm totally kidding. But I am serious about how important this book is. I keep talking about it because I sincerely believe there are tools in it that can help change your life. So if you have the $16, I want you to go buy it right now because you love your pal Rach. And if you don't, head to the library or borrow it from a friend. But if you care enough to listen here, you're going to love the wisdom inside of this book. Girl, wash your face. I promise you will not be sorry you did. your story is worth honoring too. And sharing that and using your platform to share that, it will reach even just one person. And that one person matters. Welcome to the Deus Podcast. My name is Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll share direct, tangible advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Thinking about starting a family vlog, or any kind of vlog for that matter, then you have to listen to today's episode of Deus. I'm chatting with my girlfriend, Angela Braniff, who you might know better as This Gathered Nest. She has over a quarter million fans on her YouTube channel, and so we're going to talk about all the things, being a working mom, how to make money as a vlogger, and what the behind the scenes of this life really looks like when you have seven kids. One of the things that I'm most excited to talk to you about, and I feel like 
the the wisdom that you can really bring and you tell me if you don't feel like this is right is um so many women who follow along or who listen to this podcast love the idea of starting or growing a business having a vlog or having a blog or any of these things but are not sure how you accomplish that as a mom and yes. i feel like you are the queen of this because <laughs> you like i think i have a lot of kids but i have got nothing on what you've got over there so i would love well, to hear about that if you feel like awesome. that's a cool um angle to sure. take great yes uh so i guess we'll, we'll go ahead and start okay. will you tell us for people who have never heard of you before tell us all about yourself what you're into what you love okay so the kind of elevator pitch here is just that I am a digital content creator on YouTube and other social media platforms. I am also a mom of seven. Oh, and... my Lord. I just <laughs> all hail, all hail to Angela. Yeah, it's um, we kind of got there fast and crazy. So sometimes my head still spins when I say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I homeschool some of our kids. Some of our kids go to public school. You know, we just kind of have this very um, outside of the box life, if you will. Uh -huh. And I always kind of tell people, like, I live somewhere between a jean jumper and a pantsuit. <laughs> I am, you know, I'm somewhere landing in the middle. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a it, an interesting place to be because sometimes you feel like you don't fit anywhere. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, I think a lot of people live there. And so trying to, you know, speak encouragement into women who are like me, who absolutely freaking love being a mom, mm -hmm. but that's not all that they need for fulfillment. Yes. And that can be so hard to get across to women without sounding like you're saying that you don't love being a mom and that yes. you're not grateful that you're not grateful for your kids or, you know, any number of these things. But it's really hard to say that out loud without being shamed to say like, but there's also this whole other person inside of me that has absolutely nothing to do with my kids. Yes. And I need to breathe life into her too. So, I mean, you are preaching to the choir, sister. I love, love, love <laughs> that. It's um, our theme for this year actually as a company and with our tribe is made for more, is the idea yes. that you are allowed to want more for your life than you currently have. Right. And that doesn't mean that you take your current life for granted or that you're not so happy and blessed with your children or your marriage, mm -hmm. but you were somebody before you became part yes. of that family and those dreams yes. that you had back then are still there so I right. love that tell me how how did this all start so how many children did you have when you posted your first video on YouTube um when I posted my first video on YouTube we had four kids we had our two biological daughters Kennedy and Shelby and then we had our two sons um, Noah who we adopted from Kong from the Congo mm -hmm. and then Jonah who was adopted here domestically from the US mm -hmm. and I actually started as a beauty tips channel for moms mm. I just wanted to help other moms I've always been mildly and probably on an unhealthy level obsessed with you know, beauty products and skincare and hair and makeup and stuff. It's always just been a fun outlet for me. So mm -hmm. I started my channel wanting to give um, beauty tips to busy moms. In fact, I think the channel was called Busy Moms Beauty Tips. Mm. And that's where I started. But when I started talking a little bit about my family here and there and people kind of started seeing them, they were like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? 
Yeah. Like, let me, I have a lot of questions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so people really wanted to know more and they started saying, well, wait a minute. Well, can you talk to us a little bit about adoption? Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit about homeschooling? Can you? And so things just really kind of morphed very naturally from there um, to, to where I started creating more content around family and adoption and and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's just kind of, um, grown from there. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we had four kids at the time and now we have seven. So it's just kind of expanded and grown, you know, from that, from that time back in 2014. Now, so will you tell me a little bit about what a day in your life looks like? Because I'm hearing, you know, seven kids and the twins are so little still. How are you finding the time or how are you making the time to show up as a mama and a wife and then show Mm -hmm. up for yourself and your dreams? Yes. You have to be so incredibly intentional Mm -hmm. that the intentionality is unreal. Mm -hmm. You have to like come at everything with, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And the guilt creeps in, but it's like, I have to be very um, efficient and time block. Mm. So this time is set aside for me doing this. This time is set aside for me doing that. And um, of course, with seven kids, you have, you have to be ready to pivot at any time Yeah, because you know, like yesterday I had work to do. I had a call to get on, but then I got a call from the school that somebody was sick and had to be picked up from school. So you've just got to like pivot. And obviously with two babies, they don't give a crap what I have going on. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, um, excuse me, lady, you will put it all down to help me right now. Yep. And I will be a hundred percent honest that, um, my husband is an immense source of help for me. Mm -hmm. He, he comes at this very much like everything is a partnership. Everything is 50, 50. He is just as much of a parent to our children as I am. Mm -hmm. And he is just as much responsible for what happens in our home as far as chores and workflow and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely don't feel like, and I, I think that's what I hear a lot from women is like, Oh, but my husband would never help me. And I'm like, girl, you need to, mm, you need to sit down and have a conversation Yes, because if he is not, supporting you and helping you equally the same. Absolutely. Then that's honestly, it's really hard to tell women that because then that's a marriage problem. That's not a time problem. Mm. That's not any of those things. That's a marriage problem. Mm -hmm. So, but so so much of it comes from this idea that we're just like passes down generation to generation that we're just now starting to kind of peel back and move away from as women, which is that we have one job. Our husbands Mm -hmm. have one job. And if you're not doing that, then you're doing something wrong. Yes. No, I love that. I, the The thing that I've been grappling with this year is this idea that for women, for so many of us, we are taught that in order to be good at being a woman, mm-hmm. you have to be good for other people. So you right. have to be a good mom for your children, a good wife for your partner, a good sister, a good daughter. And none of those things have anything to do with who you actually are. It's just about who you can be for them. And I Mm -hmm. think it's so dangerous. This is why moms especially, you know, are 10 years into being a mom and they're like, I have no idea who I am. I don't know. I haven't been away from these kids. I haven't had any time to myself. I have lost myself somewhere along the way because they've been taught to function for someone else. 
Oh, and when I say to women, you know, I did a video recently where I talked about the biggest parenting mistakes that I've made. And one of them was believing that who I was had to die in order to become a mom. And that was a trap I fell into for so many years. And, and this internal part of me fought against it for so long. and was like, but, but, but I want to do this, Mm -hmm. but I want to do that. And then it just, the guilt comes in and it's like, no, that's not, you have to just do for your husband and just do for your kids. You can't do for yourself. And I had to fight against that for a long time. But when I said that in a video, I had so, so many comments from women saying, but I don't even know what to do to take mm-hmm. time for me. I don't mm-hmm. even know what I enjoy. Wow. I don't even know what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And that is so heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, women, man, we could just rule this world. Uh, if we, amen. <laughs> and amen. If, you know, if we could step fully into ourselves and who we are and really, truly like who God designed us to be, mm-hmm. which was a partner you know, yes, yeah. absolutely. A partner, it, you know, if you are married and that's the course your life takes, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it says so much negativity and like just speaks so much negativity into women to believe that that is the only place that we can find value or worth. Yes. Amen. Tell me about, um, it, you know, you started in this world of YouTube is your main, is your jam. Right. That's like where right. you sort of got your start. That's where everything else kind of branches out from. Mm-hmm. How, what does that look like today for you in terms of work? Like how many how many times are you posting a week? How is that even possible to get done? Like what are those tangible things that you can tell women like my day looks like this, my week looks like this. Here's how yeah. you can kind of steal some of these ideas. So um, like I said, we kind of are pretty intentional with time blocking things. So I'm posting right now anywhere from three to five times a week. I post a new video. Oh my gosh. Um, and that's a um, lot of work, sister. It Videos really, it are really a lot is. Of work. It really is. And you know, I, I try to, one of the things I've done is recognize that everything can't be a hundred percent. Sometimes done is better than perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I had to step down the production of my videos a little Mm -hmm, bit until mm -hmm. I can get to a place where I could maybe hire some help in that department. Mm -hmm. I had to step down the production a little bit and stop trying to use all my big equipment and just go back to my little vlogging camera and kind of go from there. It's good quality. It does the job. Um, but as far as, you know, how I schedule my week, basically the weekends are when I film a bulk of my videos. Smart. And then I just, you know, kind of trickle them out through the week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will have to film during the week. Mm -hmm. I really try to avoid that, though, because during the week is when I use that time for editing emails, calls, Mm. um, you know, planning, you know, production planning for videos. Because one thing I think people don't realize is that this is actually a job. Yeah. When I say to people that, you know, oh, I, I'm, you know, a content creator on YouTube or whatever, they'll be like, oh, okay. And roll their eyes. And I'm like, honey, you have no idea. Yeah. You do not know what goes into this. Yes. How much, and, and it's more than just creating videos. It's being present on Mm -hmm. social media at Mm -hmm. times, responding to people, responding to comments. I have a time of my day blocked out for responding to comments because I want to get to know my subscribers and Absolutely. I want them to feel like we have a relationship and that's a two way street. So 100%. taking the time to read their comments, respond to them. And I can't always, you know, back when my channel was a little smaller, it was like my mission to respond to every single person, mm-hmm. every single comment. Mm-hmm. That's not always possible now, but, um, I really try to, 
you know, respond to people and, and kind of keep that going. But that's kind of what it looks like for me right now is it's really a grind right now, just to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, I love it's that really honesty. a grind Yeah, and, um, it's not easy and it's not, you know, it's not like glamorous or anything. I think yeah. sometimes people are like, Ooh, you know, you're a blogger, you're a YouTuber, you're a this or that. I'm like, I promise. Yeah. There's like nothing <laughs> glamorous about this. Seriously. What, it's 11 uh, o'clock at night yeah. in your pajamas with a glass of wine editing. <laughs> yeah. No. Like what, tell me, like, did you have those skills already before you started doing this? Why did you choose YouTube as your medium or YouTube as your platform as opposed to maybe blogging or focusing on Instagram? Whenever we're going through something hard, it always affects us in more than one way. In the season that I've been in in my life, going through a difficult time, has affected my sleep. I feel like I'm getting insomnia again that I haven't had in several years. And being able to talk that through with my therapist and kind of unpack why that anxiety is showing up at night or why my thoughts are racing or why I can't seem to shut my head off has been super helpful for me. And if you have considered seeing a therapist or talking to a counselor, it has never been easier to meet with someone virtually. If you are not familiar with BetterHelp, then I want to make sure that you hear about it from me. BetterHelp has counselors who specialize in everything you can imagine. Depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem. Anything that you share is confidential, and the service is convenient and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of my podcast, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash rise. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash rise. Yeah, so um, I actually ran a business as a photographer for about five years before I started my YouTube channel. Actually, kind of, I was still running my photography business while I was doing YouTube. I have always been an entrepreneur at heart. I have always just, you know, been never really wanted to work for someone else, always wanted to work for myself. And I've been scrappy when it comes to figuring out what I want to do, how I can bring in income for our family. Mm -hmm. If I told you all the jobs I've had over the years, you'd probably <laughs> laugh because I'm just like, oh, well, let me try that. Well, let me try that. And, you know, I have a bit of like, I just nothing. I, I always think like, oh, that could work. That could work. A bit of a dreamer, if you will, which doesn't always work out well, but that's okay. Sometimes it sticks and yep. this one did. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of, I didn't really have, I had photography skills. I did not have videography skills. And so those two are very different and people mm -hmm. will assume that they are the same, but they are absolutely not the same. Yeah, <laughs> I can, you know, I can, it's just, it's very different. So yeah. I am as I learn things though. When I want to know something, I go out and I figure it out. I taught myself how to be a photographer and, you know, just went and hit that Google and figured mm -hmm. it out. 
And so I kind of did the same thing with this. I was just like, okay, iMovie and a video and yes. here we go. Let's yes. figure out how I pull this together, you know? So there was nobody to teach me or tell me. Um, I've just kind of always been the type of person that just figures things out mm-hmm. along the way. Um, and I'm totally okay with jumping into something that I have no idea what I'm doing yeah. and just figuring it out. Yeah. I, I so. love that. I love you speaking into that because I am super passionate about the fact that everything that I know how to do in business, and I mean everything, I learned through trial and mm-hmm. error. I learned inside of a book. Mm-hmm. I learned from a YouTube video. I yep. learned from a podcast. Like there, every single thing yep. you want to know how to do exists right now on the internet for free. So I cannot yes. have people who are like, I just, yeah, but I could never do that. I don't know how. I'm like, you think I knew how? You think we mm-hmm. knew how to sell it, set up a WordPress? Or you think you knew how to do, you? no, you figured out and you get better as you go along. And I right. also- Right, it's about learning yeah. how to learn. Yes, yeah, ooh, good one. Yes, absolutely. I think um, something, I think that there's a really good uh, kernel of wisdom in here for people that you said earlier too, is that you, you're, you're doing two things. One, like the idea that you're using- you're doing lower production value right now is incredible for two reasons. One, I'm assuming, because you're smart and savvy about this industry, and you know that it is actually more powerful for your audience if you have three videos a week that are lower value or lower quality than to have one really highly produced video. Um, so you're, you're a, you're listening to the trends and you're being really smart about that. Um, B, you understand content, which is something that I think so few people get is you, there's so much noise. There's so Mm -hmm. much noise in this space. And if you are waiting for your precious little perfect thing (laughs) to be exactly as it is in your head, you will never, ever develop anything or have any kind of an audience because people are just looking for something to engage with you about. It does not have to be, you know, a Spielberg movie. It just needs to be out there. And they want the, they want the quality of the content Mm -hmm. itself, not the quality of the production. They want to hear what it is you have to say and uh, your message Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever it is that you're sharing They're after that. And honestly, if it comes out in 720 or 1080, Mm -hmm. they don't care or half the time know the difference. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because this is, as we get into younger and younger generations who have always consumed their media having it been made by an iPhone, it makes uh-huh. no difference to them how it's there, like how it's showing up so long as it is showing up. So for right. those people who are listening and you're dreaming of starting your own thing, you're dreaming of building an Instagram feed or dreaming of having YouTube videos, stop obsessing over it being perfect and just get mm-hmm. it out there. Just listen right. and Be- focus. Yeah. Focus on the connection with mm-hmm. the people that are coming to you. What are they coming to you for? What do they want to hear from yeah. you? And focus on that, building that connection with them. Um, and as much as this word is just so crazy overused, but being authentic, yeah. you know, with them, yeah. that resonates so much more than a perfectly curated Instagram Absolutely. feed or anything else. That's beautiful. But if you're connecting with them, they don't care if your pictures are crap. Well, the, <laughs> the other thing that I love that you're doing is it, 
sounds like, and I know this because we're friends on social media, so I know that you do yes. this, but you are really, um, you serve your tribe really well. You're really focused on community. The fact that you care so much about answering all of those comments, that's the same way that we are at Chic. It's so right. important to me that if a woman takes the time to send me mm -hmm. a note or a question or an email or whatever, that she gets a response. Um, so I love that you get that because forever people are obsessing, how do I get more followers? How do I get more followers? I'm like, sister, take care of yeah. the followers you do yep. have. Really yep. serve those 10 women who currently follow you on your Instagram and stop trying to figure out how to get more. If you right. take care of your audience, your audience will be your marketing team. They That's will tell right. everybody about you. So I love your mm -hmm. like, you're checking all the boxes, sister. If someone, um, <laughs> I'm sure you get this all the time, but if someone was dreaming of being a blogger, they want to be just like mm -hmm. Angela, uh, what would you <laughs> say to them in 2018? Because this is a totally different answer than we would have given them three years or five years or 10 uh, years ago. Like, what would you say in 2018? Like, honest answer. Ooh. Especially the climate of YouTube has changed mm -hmm. so much in the last few months. There's been some, especially if you're creating family content, there has been some big changes. The way that you once were able to grow is no longer the way that you can grow. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm actually pretty okay with that because I didn't love how it was before. It was okay. very shock value, right? Okay. You know, everyone's thumbnail had to be like, kid is bleeding yeah. and we're going to the emergency room. <laughs> oh, and it's no. like, yeah. I mean, there are some channels that like every third video was a pool accident. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. And it just got out of hand. Yeah. And so that kind of thing I've never cared for. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that YouTube is saying that's exploitation of children and we don't mm, want that anymore. Yeah. Okay. So you really do have to focus now on content. But what I would say, honestly, is number one, you better start growing a thick skin right now. Yeah. Because YouTube is the only social media platform I have ever been on that can be as incredibly vicious as it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. For whatever reason, YouTube brings out some crazies. It yeah. brings out some really amazing people. And I feel very lucky that my community is 99.9% .9 positive. Mm -hmm. But I mean, man, when those, when those crazies yep. come out, they come they out, come they come out, out yeah. hard. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so grow a thick skin for sure. Uh, that's like the very first thing you need to do. And then you just need to decide what your message is. What are you bringing to people? Because if you're doing this because you want to be YouTube famous mm -hmm. or you think it's going to make you rich overnight or any of those things, you're going to burn out and fail miserably. Mm -hmm. um, there are plenty of amazing channels on YouTube that have great content and just don't see growth. Yeah, there is real. an element of luck with yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And I'm sure they wouldn't like me to say that because they like to tell you that there's an algorithm. And if you just do A plus B, it'll equal C. But that is just not always true. Mm -hmm. So, but I would say I know plenty of creators who um, are doing this because they really love YouTube. They love creating content. And as it starts to grow and they can make it into a business, then they do. Um, but definitely treat it like a business from the start uh, if that's your end goal. And I don't mean that by like, oh, charge everyone for everything that you do or something like that. But show up, be professional, mm -hmm. do your job, do what you've committed to do. If you commit to a certain number of videos to your subscribers, mm -hmm. then put out those videos. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you really kind of have to show up and treat it like a job because just like any other 
you know, entrepreneur and a job that you're doing yourself, there is no one hovering over you to make sure that you do this. But if you start to let down your subscribers, then they will disappear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Hey guys, we'll be back in a hot minute with more of this interview, but now a quick word from a sponsor. Have you been dying for a chance to get away? Are you wanting the opportunity to get your cup filled back up? Do you want to hang out with a bunch of the coolest women you've ever met and drink some wine and have your butt lovingly kicked by some of the greatest female speakers on the planet? Then you need to come and hang out with us at Rise Weekend LA. April 6th and 7th, it is the most fun, most encouraging, most motivational thing you can do with your life this year. Head over to letsrise.co for more info. And sister, I sincerely hope that I will see you there. One of the questions I get asked most often is about time management. In particular, time management for working moms. That's a whole mega beast, right? You're trying to juggle school schedules and play dates and meetings and projects and getting in a workout and date night and, and it's crazy. Luckily, I found the Cozy app. Cozy tracks everyone's schedules and events in one place. No more missed pickups or double bookings. Cozy even does the job of reminding others in the family about events and appointments. Cozy will send emails every morning with the day's agenda, send on-device reminders, and alerts others when a new appointment is added to the calendar. Best part? It's free. Get Cozy, C-O-Z-I, from your app store or at cozy.com forward slash Rachel. Hey, y'all, do me a favor. While you're listening to today's episode, take a screenshot and put it on Instagram or your Insta stories and tag me. I love hearing what you think and seeing what you're up to, and it helps the tribe remember to go listen to this week's episode. Thanks so much. How do you feel like this, how do you feel like your vlogging has changed since you began to where you are now? Like, how has it um, changed over time? Um, I think in the beginning, I was a little more nervous to share certain things about myself or really, I mean, if I go back and watch some of my older videos, I'm very like, hi, I'm Angela. I'm like very (laughs) sweet. Um, And now I'm a little more like, all right, you guys, like we need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Like, and my subscribers, that really resonates with them when I, you know, when you really are truly yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that I think is what has changed the most. Um, cause I've kind of been protective of my children all along. Mm-hmm. I've always been very, very careful about what I share about them, mm-hmm. uh, what I share about their stories. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that makes people upset. You know, they want to know more about our kids' adoptions. Mm-hmm. They want to know more about their biological family. They want to, and those are things that we have always just like, nope, hard stop yeah. right here. Yeah. We don't go past this point. Um, because that is a huge thing to me is, Um, I am sharing my family and I consider myself an adoption advocate, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to exploit my children in an effort to do that. Yeah. And how do you decide where that line is? How, how did you figure that out? Or is it something you just trusted your gut? I mean, I trust my gut and it's a moving, I mean, it's a moving target for sure. There are times that I go back and think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, but I really do just, just stick with my gut and think to myself, truly, 
if I was a 12-year-old girl, would mm. I have wanted the whole world to see this? Yeah. Or, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I don't show my kids. I mean, sure, you're going to see them crying or something in the background every once in a blue. But I am not videotaping my children having tantrums yeah. and meltdowns. Yeah. And I'm not videotaping my, my children when they are really struggling with something and mm-hmm. crying over it or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I try to make sure that um, – that I'm just being respectful of the fact that they're human beings too with feelings and, um, you know, and I ask, especially the older they get, I ask them, do you want to be filmed right now? Mm -hmm. Do you want, you know, like if they are old enough for me to really ask, then I will. Yeah. And sometimes they'll say like, not today, mom. Like I just don't feel like it today. And that can be struggle. That can be a struggle with our subscribers because at times they'll say, well, we didn't see any of this kid in the video today. Oh, you must, (laughs) you must not love them as much as your other kids. Yep. That's it. You figured it out. (laughs) I'm like, nope, they just didn't want to be videotaped today, but thank you. (laughs) Yeah. How funny. People are crazy. I I love, I'm sorry, Uh, that's not the point uh, of this podcast, but I love that you said that as getting a thick skin, because I do think so many people aspire to grow an online platform and to grow in social. And you don't realize you need to just take it with a grain of salt. Uh Like there are going to be crazies. They're going to say stuff, especially, especially if you're in the mom space. I don't know about you, but there is nothing in the world that I have been more like attacked for online, more vicious comments than Mm -hmm. about how I parent. And unfortunately, that is the thing that I think most moms struggle with the most. We're most concerned that we're screwing this up. So when a stranger is like, oh, well, you must not love them. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, it just, it breaks your heart. I think it's that. I think it's that insecurity within themselves that causes them to then lash out at someone else, sure. right? Like, absolutely. Like, for example, like the mom who's a stay-at-home mom but miserable and doesn't want to be. Yes. And she sees you out chasing your dreams, yeah. doing the things that you love, and she's like, "Man, I wish I was doing that." But instead, she says, I'm gonna pick "How you dare apart. you leave your kids yeah. and go to work?" Yeah, I could you know? never leave my Dude, children. Just... You're like, "All right, sister." To each yeah. their own. I think yeah. that's a part of it. That is a part of this life that people don't always talk about. And it is important that you just right now decide if this is a space that you want to get into, that you mm-hmm. will set up those parameters for your family, that you will do things that only make you that make you feel very comfortable, that make your kids feel comfortable, and that you mm-hmm. are going to just accept that people are going to maybe say things that are not kind and you're going to yes. let it roll and- off your back. Right. And I think you also have to decide ahead of time, what is your, um, what, how are you going to handle it? Yeah. Because some people will respond and mm-hmm. they will argue back and forth with someone oh, in the comments yeah. and then they will make a video and they'll talk about like, Oh, someone said this oh, and, no. and you know, that kind of thing. I made a decision when I started that if I wouldn't let you sit in my living room and say that to me, or about my children, then I would not let you say it in the comment section of my video. Yes, sister. I love that. That's a good rule. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes people will be like, oh, she deletes comments that are mean. And I'm like, you're darn right. If you just got on here, I mean, just to be frank, Rachel, if you just got on here and called my kid the N-word, you're deleted and blocked and goodbye. Yeah, of course. Of course. Right? No, yeah, yeah, we don't, we're in, in, um, with my stuff as well, we don't play. 
there's a one strike yeah. policy. You're allowed to yes. disagree. I don't care if you disagree with me, but if you're mean to me or yes. if you're mean to the other women in the tribe with your comment, you're immediately blocked. Mm -hmm. Cause yep. I don't, there's not a second chance. This is not, you know, it's, yes. it's I, this is my space. This is my, That's right. isn't it crazy? Um, sometimes yeah, I think like, this like, is my online yes, room, you came you know? to my platform to complain yes. about me. Go find someone that better fits your ideal. It's yes. just, it's been, Yes. It's bananas. Take your Barbies and go home. Yeah. Yeah. We don't play like that here. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me, um, be you is photography still a big part of what you're doing? Is like the pictures on your Instagram, are those professionally done? Or is it more just the videos, what you focus uh, on today? Yeah. I mean, I focus mostly on the videos. I do have, I wrote an e-course for moms who wanted to use their DSLR cameras to take better pictures smart. of their kids. That's so, so smart. I did an e-course with videos and all that kind of stuff. And I do still sell that and promote it. And I do still use my camera to take pictures of my kids, but my feed is certainly not one that is filled with professional photos. Mm -hmm. I will bust out my camera <laughs> yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, iPhone. And that's one of those things that like every year it's on my list of things this year, I'm going to be better about taking, uh, pictures with my big girl camera is what yeah. I like to call it. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't always happen as well, much as you wish that it would. I mean, I was a newborn photographer before, so I really specialized oh, wow. in newborns. So yeah, I just, am not always good at remembering to lug that thing along with me. Well, so um, for women who are listening to this and they're like, dang it, I want to take that course of hers. I need to get those. Where can they find that? Yeah, it's um, on my my site, um, thisgatherednest.com. There is a link there called the Mamarazzi e-course. The Mamarazzi, and, uh, that's so cute. Yeah. yeah, so you can just click through there and uh, purchase it through there. And then, like I said, it's all online. It's self-paced. It's really, really easy to follow and use. It's, you know, super user-friendly. That's awesome. I love yeah. that too because it one of the greatest pieces of advice that I could offer to anybody listening who is interested in be you know having social platforms that grow or being as in business or growing or scaling mm -hmm. or whatever it is it is that you keep offering value to yes. your tribe you and and that's part of being able to respond to people and answer questions and write back is that's how we as I, I'm sure you do it. That's definitely how I do it. That's how we as content creators figure out what to create. Uh, yes. Oftentimes it's women like you or friends online who are like, hey, sister, can you talk about how you grew your Instagram? I have a small bakery and I would really love to know how mm -hmm. I could use Instagram to help my small business. And that'll give right. me an idea for a podcast. So if you are listening to this, think about what Angela said, if you're if you're thinking about going into vlogging, what is that thing that you can offer? What is that authentic? You are an expert in this area. You know exactly how to raise like championship wiener dogs, and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna start a YouTube channel, which P.S. would probably be awesome, and you're gonna share yeah. that wisdom with us, or you know exactly how to, um, you know, do your hair, or you know whatever it is. 
Yeah. Producer Allison can't stop laughing about the wiener dog comment. Um, but I'm just saying we all have expertise in certain areas. Don't try and build a platform to be like Angela or to be like me or to be like anyone else that you see. Do your own thing. Share your yes. own wisdom because that is how you find a niche. That's how you build a tribe right. around around your wiener dogs. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, so what, you know, I'd love to ask this if you would be willing to talk about it because I do think sure. um, there's value in, I know you said you had an e-course. Here's the question that confuses so many, so many people. And I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast before, which is how women like us or how content creators like us actually make money doing this. Y'all, working remotely with your team is the new normal. I know it's the new normal over here, and I have no idea when it might change. And this new way of working requires teams to be more collaborative wherever they are. Monday.com offers a flexible platform to manage any team, project, or workflow online. Bring your team together so you can continue to collaborate, plan, and track your work. Monday.com is a project management platform that makes effective teamwork possible near or far. You can keep all your team's work in one place and coordinate across different teams and departments. This way of project managing increases productivity and efficiency and facilitates transparency between everyone on your team. Let Monday.com take care of what slows you down so you can free up time to focus on the work that drives you. To start your free 14-day trial, go to monday.com. Is that something that you talk yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely, because I think there's a lot of confusion about that. Mm -hmm. And how <laughs> um, much how we make. <laughs> We're just right. all driving Bentleys. It's it's a really nice exactly. Life. Yeah. Yeah, as I'm hiding inside my bus car. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Um so I make money kind of multiple different ways. I have more than one revenue stream, mm -hmm. but it looks like product offerings, mm -hmm. like an e-course. Yep. Um, I make money through AdSense, which are the ads that run before mm -hmm. my videos. Mm -hmm. um, and I also make money through sponsorships and like brand deals. Mm -hmm. So when I work with a company, they will pay me. Um, again, that's something that, you know, is so tough because you have to be really picky with that. Yeah. I remember when I first started and I got all these emails and it was like, I mean, everything from, will you promote this kind of doorknob thing that we made <laughs> or will you promote this dildo? Yeah. I mean, really, yes. it was all 100%. across the board. And I'm like, I am not talking about Ben yes. Wabal yes. on my YouTube <laughs> channel. So <laughs> you really have to um, decide ahead of time where, you know, what, what kind of brands you're actually willing to work with. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that's really important because your audience will see through that if you are just promoting something that you really don't use, don't care about, or totally. wouldn't use yourself. Totally. It's, that's where the authenticity comes in, you know? So that means saying no to a lot of things. And mm -hmm. sometimes people don't believe me when I say that, but like I say no to probably 90% of oh, the yeah. emails that come to me. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's just not a good fit. Well, and I think the more that your audience knows you, the more they can sniff that out. So yeah. um, uh, we're the same way. We we have so many, um, a lot of the same ways that we're making money and definitely brand partnerships has been a big part of this company for the last several years. But as 
um, like a great example is my diet has changed a ton over the last mm-hmm. five years. I, you know, grew up in a Southern family. Everything was fried and covered with melted cheese and gravy. Oh, and then yeah. I really changed my lifestyle. I eat super clean. I don't have dairy. I don't have meat. I don't have. And all of a sudden, all of these sponsors who were big dollar sponsors for us. Um, you can look back on the site to two years ago and see the kind of recipes that we were doing. And I couldn't in good conscience. Like I couldn't work with them anymore because they didn't care. They were like, oh man, you could still do a recipe with our sausage. I'm like, no, because this tribe knows that I don't eat meat. They're going to call Mm -hmm. me out on the fact that this is a lie. Uh, So you have to be really mindful because I think you could spend, you know, a year building up trust with your audience and one bad partnership can mess up everything. Yeah, totally. Uh, Absolutely. I no, I I appreciate that you being willing to talk about that because I think so many people are like, I don't get it. Like how how is there money in this? It's worth saying, um, building up to a brand partnership takes a lot of work. Means it does. that when you get that opportunity, you better kill it. You better come mm-hmm. in, you better do an incredible job for that client so that you get another job from them in the future, you hope. Um, but that, yeah, it's not, it's not, nobody backs up a money truck. The very first post I ever did right. was, was for Eggland's Best Eggs, and I got $250. Those are my favorite yes! eggs. Yes, they're really good eggs. They're good. Those they're are my favorite good, eggs. They're good, so good good to the chickens, um, but they gave me 250 bucks, and I felt like a baller. I was like, let's yes. go throw some money. Like, But it's you yep. really have to build your way up. So just for those people who are listening, like, I don't understand how these people are making any kind of money here. That's how we do it. Um, I would love, are you, are you a reader? Are you a, are you a book nerd? I am in most more recent years. I, I try really hard. I, yes, I try. I listen to audible and I read as much as I can. I, I feel like I can't say yes to you because I know how much you read. (laughs) No, I think as long as anybody's reading, it's great. No, no, it's a leading question because I was just going to ask which book, let's say in the last decade has been the most helpful for your business or your, your personal growth. Oh, okay. Well, those are two different books, but, um, honestly, and this one I just read, but I feel like it, it was transformative for me. Um, which is big magic by Liz Gilbert. Yes. So good. I, I soaked that book in. I think I read the whole thing in like a day and a half. Yeah. I was walking around like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Just oh. here, kid, eat this yeah. snack. I'm busy reading this book. <laughs> it's so You know, just good. could not put that down. It was so good. Obviously, you know I've loved your book. Oh, you're so incredibly, sweet. Incredibly. I'm serious, though. Incredibly, no, I... incredibly helpful and inspiring and encouraging for me at a time when I really, really mm. needed it. And then personally... The book that I would say transformed me as a human being the most um, was a book I read in 2011, um, and it was called Kisses from Katie, Mm. and it's a book by uh, a girl named Katie Davis who left the United States after high school at 19 years old, moved to Uganda, and started running a uh, kind of like mission there, and she has, I believe, I don't even know anymore, but at the time, I think it was like 19 little girls that she was raising and took in as her own. She came from a well-to-do family um, in Tennessee, and she left all of that behind to go follow her heart and what she believed God was asking her to do with Mm. her life. And it was the most transformative, inspiring, encouraging book that made me say, 
my, my life is just not about me. Yeah. Um, and it was so, so good. So that's awesome. Do you follow Meredith Toring? Yes. Yes. That. She's amazing. And you know, it's she's like, like in yes, her she's 20s. a very kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, you absolutely should. We'll put her, um, her handle in the show notes. She, mm-hmm. um, lives in China and runs an orphanage that takes in babies who have heart, like, is it heart defects or heart? Yeah, it's heart def- heart yeah. defects. They have a lot of little ones with Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Just so doing my... incredible work. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. And she's so young. And it's the same kind of yes. thing. She just felt like this was what she was supposed to do. And it makes all of us sit up a little straighter and ask ourselves questions about what the heck we're doing with our lives. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. important. Um, so. Um, one of my favorite, well, this is like such a leading question because I know a conference that you're going to, but do you go to (laughs) conferences or take classes to help you grow in your skills or as a person? Is that a big part of your personal growth journey? Yes. Continuing education, being a lifelong learner is Mm -hmm. something I'm really, really passionate about. Um, and it's a big reason that we homeschool our kids, um, when we can is because we believe in giving them a real love for learning. Mm. Um, so that, there's just nothing that you can't do if you have, if you love learning and want to learn. Yeah. That's so, great. um, so that's just something that's really, really important to me, but yes. So there are a million conferences out there right now that relate to YouTube and being a creator. Um, I actually have yet to go to one. I was supposed to go last year, but then was pregnant with twins and yeah. could barely move. So, yeah. so wasn't going to be going to that. Um, but I have done like consulting online. Um, there are consultants for YouTube who can kind of help you figure out, you know, where your channel's at and what steps you could take to kind of get some forward movement and that kind of thing. So I do that. Um, anytime I can find a podcast or an online seminar or group, I'm, I'm constantly, you know, looking into those things, um, masterminds, things like that to try to really, yeah. Oh, I love the, um, I heard this quote probably last year, which was what got you here won't get you there. Mm-hmm. What you, you know, yes. you know what you know, and that got you to the place that you're at. But if you want to elevate, if you want to grow, if you want to move beyond who you are or where you are, you've got to try something new or do something new or learn something new. So I love yes. when I find like-minded women. Yes, sister. Yes. Um, yes. And, got and, to evolve. And you're coming out to LA. You're coming to, you're coming to rise. Is I, that right? I am so are you coming freaking still? excited. Okay. I was like, that. Oh no. Yes. Is this the, is this where you tell me like, Oh no, no. Cousin's wedding. I'm so excited. <laughs> I need you to know that I yes. had like a little breakdown to my husband yesterday. Cause I was like, but I have to leave my babies. Oh <laughs> no. You still have <laughs> and time. He was like, <laughs> I, and he was like, it's fine, babe. Yeah. You have to go to yeah. this. You know, the mom guilt will creep in of and it will tell you that, no, 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 you should stay home. Yeah, but, but you, you need you've that. You've got to like that smack time. that lady and yeah. tell her. Yeah, they will be fine. Yeah. They're yeah. in great hands I'll be with back my in husband. three days. I'll be okay. And yes. you're coming with friends, right? Yeah, yeah, I have, have a, a group. group of girlfriends yeah. that are coming. Uh, we so got a little fun. condo. Oh my gosh, right so by, much fun. Um, 
yeah, right by the theater. So yes. I'm, we're really, really excited. It is literally the best thing we do as a company. And everybody who tells me that they're going, I'm like, you just hold on to your pants. You don't even know what's <laughs> about to happen. It's so much fun. So I'm so tickled to get to meet you in person finally. I love I love getting to meet my, my, friend, my online friends in real life. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, I would love to, um, so every single Deus episode, I ask the same five questions and I would love to ask those five questions to you. So what time do you wake up in the morning and tell me what your morning routine is? Okay. So I wake up in the morning. It really, honestly, right now I've got twin babies that are six months old. So, um, I try to wake up between five 30 and six 30. Sometimes they wake me up earlier than that. Um, but I try to get up before my children. Um, I know that a lot of, a lot of people do this, but I need to like have my feet hit the floor, have some coffee down my gullet mm-hmm. and like, I need to pull myself together a yep. little bit before that... people start poking me, yes. calling me mom. Well, it's like that. Um, it's that intentionality you talked about earlier. That's being very yes. intentional about how you start your day is so important. Mm-hmm. And so usually what I'll do is just drink my coffee and work um, from my computer a little bit. Now that the weather's getting warmer, I've started running a bit in the mornings, but um, I will usually just sit at my computer and work quietly in the piece. Uh, sometimes I'll read, but that's kind of like my time in the morning where no one else is bothering me yet. <laughs> yes. And what is your, uh, if you're going to a Starbucks, you're going somewhere, fancy barista, and you're mm. getting coffee, what's your coffee order? Um, flat white with almond milk. Oh my gosh, that's my that's my order. I just reacted way is too it really? strongly to that. Oh my gosh, what a loser. Yeah. I just got Do you like the blonde espresso? I don't like the blonde espresso. I hate the blonde espresso. It, but I just don't know. No, I and got my it. My sister's in... like, I love it. And I'm like, no, I don't know. It tastes like cardboard. No, I got it in I got it in a flat white and I've never done this before. I threw the coffee away. I just thought it was terrible. <gasps> I know. It was a travesty. So yes to the flat white with almond milk. I appreciate you're on on the same wavelength. Uh, What is the one item you can't travel without? It's um, either fuzzy socks because when I get on a plane, I like to take my shoes off, Uh but there ain't no way I'm putting my bare feet on that floor. Yep. So fuzzy socks Mm -hmm. and in a hotel room, same thing, fuzzy Uh socks. Or from a time I was a young girl and I used to travel down to Florida and visit my grandma, she would teach me to pin money into my bra. And so I still do that. What? Why? For what purpose? Because you just don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. You don't... You just don't know if you're, you're going to get purse snatched or if you're like oh, me, you're just going to leave your freaking purse gosh, somewhere. Oh my gosh, that's so Lose funny. your debit card. The purse thought of being snatched. out in a place with any any money anywhere makes me really nervous. Oh and my so, gosh. yeah, I hide money in my undergarment. Okay, all yeah. right. That is, well, now that I told is, the world. Uh, so. Now we know where to find some, some extra cash. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite workout and how often do you do it? Oh, it's definitely um, running. And I am training for a half marathon, the first one I've ever oh, done. Oh, how exciting. So, when is it? Uh, well, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to pick I wanted to pick one, and then it ended up that date not working. And so I'm like, shoot, I've got to pick another one. But I live in the South, and so they really stopped doing them about, yeah. like, April. Yes. And then don't pick up again till the fall yes. because they don't want you to die. I so, think I'm going to do one with some girls in the fall if you want me to send you a DM about that, if you want to get in on that party train. 
yes, please. Okay. All right. Because that would give you. me enough time. Because yes. I'm a slow. Yeah. I'm slow. Yeah. No, I <laughs> just want to know. There's happening here. It's I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, there's a girlfriend who I've, we've been dying to like meet up and do one together. I'm like, girl, let's just pick this. It's in November. It's far enough away. We will get our act together by then. Um, I'll, yes. I'll send you a note. Um, okay. And then I ask this question to every single person who comes on the podcast. Deus is the idea of a platform. It's you've you have a platform, and what are you going to do with it? Uh, so yep. I ask everyone: you have this platform right now, and there are so many women who will listen to this. And if you could tell them one thing that they would accept as truth, that they would carry with them forever, what is the one piece of advice that you would offer that they would hold close to their heart? I think that would honestly be that your story is worth honoring too. Mm. Because so many women feel like, well, my story is not that exciting or it's not as cool as what's happening with this person or mm. that person. But your story has intrinsic value just as it is. Mm -hmm. And sharing that and using your platform to share that, it will reach even just one person. Mm -hmm. And that one person matters. Mm -hmm. So not to get hung up in the numbers and you know feeling like, somebody else has their story is greater or grander than yours. Um, that whether it's hard or amazing or easy or whatever it is, your story is mm -hmm. that there's honor in sharing that. Gosh, I love that. That's so good. I want to take a minute to then push, uh, just a little something back on you. I want everyone to mm -hmm. know how we became online friends. Cause I think that this is yeah. such incredible. Um, you just, showing women what leadership looks like. Uh, you Aww. told all of your fans about me in an Insta story. All of a sudden I was like, mm -hmm. what in the world? Like all of these people just started following my page one day and I had no idea what had happened. And so I asked, I was like, excuse me, um, can someone tell me like, where'd you guys all come from? And they said, oh, this gathered nest just told us, I don't even know, I don't remember what it was, but you just, she just told us to go follow you. And so we did. And I think that's so incredible because most women are so possessive about what they have and they don't want to share mm. that platform and they don't mm -hmm. want to, um, talk about other people or give give away any of what to them is perceived as power if they hold it so close. And so I just want to honor you for a second for being an example of what leadership in women looks like. So thank you That's for, so yes, thank you for loving on me and um, sharing your tribe with me and um, showing us all how it's done. And I know so many women listening to this today are just going to learn so much and get so much value from the time that you took to hang out with us. So Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I've absolutely loved it. Oh, good. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. This week's weekly review comes from Tracy Gaffarian. Tracy says, I love the Rachel Hollis podcast. Rachel keeps me motivated on my crappiest of days. Listening to her podcast is life-changing and I can't wait for Girl Wash Your Face. Keep doing your thing, Rachel. Your tribe loves you. I'm sure Tracy already knows, but in case you don't, Girl Wash Your Face is available now everywhere books are sold and it's the jam. So you should probably go buy it. 
Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. So this week, I announced my next book. It's called Didn't See That Coming. It's all about how you put your life back together after your world falls apart. I actually wrote this inside of quarantine because I wanted something that y'all could read as you transition out of the crisis of a pandemic. And then inside of writing it, my world fell apart. And this is a story of how you keep on going. This is a story of the tactics and the tools that I have used time and time again when I have gone through grief or loss or trauma. The book comes out on September 29th and you can find it today. You can pre-order wherever books are sold. And yes, I'm narrating the audio as always. But if you pre-order, meaning if you buy it any time before September 29th, if you go to didn't see that coming new book.com, you can get my one hour course on how to rebuild. How do you rebuild your life? Free one hour course plus a workbook that you can print out and utilize to start the process. It's something that I thought I could give you to be helpful as you transition to whatever comes next. Didn't See That Coming is my new book, and I hope that you will check it out.